I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Well, Patty, the fraudsters are at it again. Many people all over the world have been worried about the coronavirus with good reason. And unfortunately, the fraudsters are aware of this fear and have lost no time in trying to exploit it. That just is so sick and sad, isn't it, that some people take advantage of something like this. You've said it before that these crooks will use major disasters like fires and floods to set up fake charities and solicit donations, usually over the phone. But how on earth are they using the coronavirus scare? Well, the most recent example comes from the World Health Organization, WHO for short, which is part of the United Nations. The fraudsters have started to use its name and images to run various phishing scams. And they're also spoofing the phone numbers for the World Health Organization and the U.S. Center for Disease Control. And by spoofing, I mean they can make the phone numbers for those organizations show up on your caller ID. Hmm. You've talked about phishing scams before. I believe that's where the fraudsters send an email that looks like it comes from a legitimate company or organization like your bank, utility company, or the IRS. That's right. And the email always asks you to click on a link to update your information or pay a bill online or some other kind of ploy. And the purpose, of course, is to get your login and password information so the crooks can access your online accounts. Do you have an example of how the crooks are using this latest disaster? Yes. Apparently, people are getting a phishing email with coronavirus as a lure. In other words, they promise to give you updated information about the spread of the virus. And the email leads the victims to a web page that looks similar to the World Health Organization website, but it contains a pop-up screen asking users to verify their surname and password associated with their email address. In addition, there is an increase in new websites coming from Russia that claim to have details on the virus. In other words, information on how to prevent it and other public health information. So one such website offers to sell, quote, the best and fastest test for coronavirus detection at the fantastic price of 19,000 Russian rubles, which is about 300 U.S. dollars. Ooh, Russian rubles. Well, that could be a red flag. Absolutely. And this website also claims to offer what they call a heat map, probably showing where the location of the virus is and other kinds of information. Researchers have noticed that the site contains numerous spelling mistakes, which often happens in these kinds of emails. I know. You've told us that that is another red flag. Once again, the scammers are playing on people's fears concerning this latest disaster. Any other scams you've heard about? One researcher found a phishing email that attempted to get victims to click on a fake alert that warns about a supposed outbreak in an area in Boston. This was all fake, of course. But if someone clicks on the link, they are taken to a malicious website where attackers attempt to steal their information. Are there any particular sites where these phishing attempts are more likely to occur? 
Well, according to the information I read, these phishing attacks are particularly effective when sent by channels that often trigger an immediate response from recipients like iMessage, WhatsApp, WeChat, and others. And these scammers are also sending out phishing emails about the coronavirus to the global shipping industry to entice victims that work for that industry to open an attachment. And of course, once you open the attachment, the scammer can get your information. What should someone do if they get one of these phishing attempts? Well, first of all, do not under any circumstances click on any attachment or link. You can make a report about the email to the FBI at ic3.gov and give them any information that you get from the email. Then delete the email without opening any link or attachment. And please, don't let fear or curiosity get the best of your good sense. Any information you want about the coronavirus should come from a known and respected news source or a known health agency like the World Health Organization. Oh, Vicki, thank you so much for this warning. Well, are you ready for some good news, Patty? I am so ready. (laughs) This comes from the Federal Trade Commission. It's another bulletin, Consumer Information. And this came out February 20th of this year, so it's pretty recent. And here's the caption. The FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is sending refund checks to more than 541,000 people who paid for repairs and technical services when they took their computers to Office Depot or Office Max for a free, quote, PC health check. Apparently, between 2009 and November 2016, Office Depot and a software provider did scans and told people that their computers had malware symptoms, only it wasn't true. So many of these customers who got false scan results were tricked into buying computer diagnostic and repair services. Well, fortunately, the FTC got onto this and they are refunding money. If you go to the FTC website, there is an FTC chart of recent cases that have resulted in refunds, and you can click on that link and find out if it's possible for you to get a refund if you were involved in that particular fraud. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that good news. I really appreciate it and look forward to your warning next week. Bye.